Good morning and thank you for joining the worship experience of Greater Bellwood Baptist Church and we are eternally grateful for you continuing to make the sacrifice of joining us for morning worship as we navigate through COVID-19. Will you join me in prayer today? God, we thank you for this day and we thank you for this opportunity of gathering and we pray uh, that as we worship you, even in a virtual setting, God, that our hearts and our minds will remain focused on you. We thank you for your many blessings in and through our lives. And God, teach us that as you continue to bestow blessings upon us and pour blessings into our individual and collective lives, that it is only for us to be a blessing to someone else. We thank you for those who continue to follow your plan of stewardship as they continue to give not only time, talent, but also treasure. It's in the strong but sweet name of Jesus we do pray, and we all said, Amen. This morning, I want us to focus our attention to the 12th chapter of the book of Job. Job chapter 12, beginning with verse number 6. Job chapter 12, beginning with verse number six. And I'm going to read from the American Standard Version of the Bible. The tents of robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure, into whose hand God bringeth abundantly. But ask now the beast, and they shall teach thee, and the birds of the heavens and they shall tell thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee. And the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of Jehovah hath wrought this, hath created this? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Doth not the ear try words, even as the palate tasteth its food? With aged men is wisdom, and in length of days understanding. Circling back around to verse number seven. But ask now the beast, and they shall teach thee, and the birds of the heaven. And they shall tell thee or speak to the earth and it shall teach thee and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. For the time we share this morning, I want to lift the thought when all else fails, when all else fails. As we look at the condition of our world and look at even the circumstances of our own individual lives, we have been made keenly aware that the things in which we find secure, if they are man-made and man-conceived, human being conceived, they have the high possibility of forsaking us and leaving us in a place of insecurity. But we who are believers, we who come to know 
God through Jesus Christ and are guided by the Holy Spirit, we come to know in a real and intimate way that when all else fails, we have a power that is higher than us individually and collectively in which we find security and we find comfort. It is through the pages of the book of Job that you and I are introduced to the reality of what it means to be righteous and serve a righteous God. For it's in Job chapter one that we encounter that Job is a man who is from a place called us. And, and the Bible describes Job as an upright man who feared God and who shunned evil. That, that Job was a man who, who honored the Lord, not only through his life, but also through his substance. For the Bible declares in Job chapter one that when Job would, would go to worship God, Job would not only make an uh, offering for his own household, his immediate household, he and his wife, but he would also make sure that his children were in right relationship with God by going over and beyond the call of stewardship in offering unto God on behalf of his children. But as Job is living his God-fearing life, and as Job is living a life that gave honor unto God, Job is encountered and is tested by God himself. For as Job is living righteously, God decides after having conversation with Satan to allow Satan to have wreak havoc upon everything in which Job found to be secure. That as God gives permission unto Satan to test Job, Satan is given direct instruction from God that you can touch everything in which Job has, but you cannot touch his soul. That as Satan wreaks havoc, he touches the family of Job, that Job receives report that his children have died. He touches the finances of Job, that Job loses everything, his cattle, his, his, his rams, his sheep, his goat, everything in which he would find financial security in, God takes that away from him. And, and God and Job almost loses his wife because she declares in Job chapter one that Job We've suffered enough and it's about time that you just curse God and die. That if that wasn't enough, Job is met by his three friends who come to mourn with Job and, and also come to try to offer Job some type of solution to, to his dilemma that some of them say that you must have sinned against God because God would not allow this type of calamity to come upon someone who has not sinned against God. And, and as Job has discourse with his friends all the way up into verse or chapter number 12, Job has to hear the ridicule and the assumptions and presumptions of his friends. And it's in Job chapter 12 that Job decides to respond with a theme in which he brings up in various forms throughout his book. 
That as Job has listened to the ridicule and the presumptions of his friends, Job encourages his friends to turn their attention, not on Job's situation, but to turn their attention on God's hand working in God's beautiful creation. That Job wrestles in verse number seven, in verse number six, declares that the tents of robbers, those who are wicked, they seem to to prosper and those who provoke God, those who don't even reverence God's name, they seem to be secure. And it seems as if God is allowing the unrighteous to prosper and to get ahead of those who are living righteously. But as Job takes evaluation of the situation and the circumstances of those who who are robbers, those who transgress God and those who are uh, provokers of God, Job turns his attention not to focus on the prosperity of the unrighteous, but Job turns his focus in verse number seven to teach us that when all else fails in our life and it seems as if everything that you see or that you have counted as secure seems to fail you, God through Job teaches us don't focus on your individual situation, but you have to look at the totality of what God is doing through all of his creation. Job says in verse number seven, he says, ask the beast and they shall teach thee. Ask the birds of the heavens and, and they shall tell thee or speak to the earth and it shall teach thee. And the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee that I, I, I offer to you today, my brother, and my sister, that you may find yourself in a situation similar to Job or you find yourself in a situation where life is presenting more questions than it does answers. I, I encourage you to do just like Job did, that when all else fails, God still has a message through his creation. That Job realizes that we as human beings sometimes find our security in things that are material. Sometimes we find our security in things in which we can tangibly put our hands on. But, but Job says, if you really look at nature and, and if you really take the magnifying glass off of your situation and look at God's handiwork, Job says that if trees and if fish and if beasts could talk, they will tell you that although they have no means of providing for themselves, God has manipulated and controls nature to the degree that no thing in which God has created ever has to worry about the faithfulness of God. That if we were to ask these beautiful trees and these beautiful bushes that are here in our church prayer garden, if we were to ask the, the, 
the animals who who fly through the air, the birds in the air or the fish of the sea. I I would I would contend, my brothers and sisters, as Job presents to you and I that they have not a worry in the world because they know who their provider is. And you and I sometimes get ourselves in a fix because we try to figure out things ourselves and and we take our eyes off of the one who really provides. You think it's your job that brings you security, but it's not your job because your job can be taken away in just a second. Look at the condition of the world coming into 2020. None of us knew that COVID-19 would bring things to an abrupt stop, but, but God has still provided. And I pray for the day that when you and I as believers reach the point of eternal security, of not taking our cues from the rest of society, not taking our cues from the rest of, of human nature, because humans are always on a rat race. And that rat race sometimes leads us to a place of worry, depression and despair. But if we were to take the testimony of those non-audible and non-human creations of God, we will find out that they have perfect peace because they have no power. Rose bushes and, and, and um, birds and the fowls and the beasts of the sea, they have no power to create their own substance. They have to fully rely on the providential power of our God. That, that providential power gives us the word provision, which, which gives us insight or, or foresight that, that you and I have to reach a place that when all else fails, we have to rely on the provision of God that no matter what we come to, God has already gone before us and laid out the chart of supply of what we need when we need it. You, you think you needed that thing that you prayed for, but God said, no, I, I've already provided something else. That nature in the Bible has a way of teaching us that when all else fails, we have a God that keeps us secure. That God has a track record of when things seem not to go in our favor, God has a track record of always coming through. And, and Job was aware of this because Job, even in the midst of his situation, he always looked for an answer from nature. He tells us in chapter number 12 that if you ask the fish, if you ask the beast, if you if you ask uh, the flowers, if you ask the birds, if they were able to talk, they would give a bold testimony of what faith in God can and will do. But Job not only tells us in verse in chapter number 12 about the faithfulness of God, but Job teaches us in Job chapter 14 
that as he is examining the condition of his life, the current, his current situation, Job teaches us and raises the question that he said, if there's hope for a tree that's cut down, surely there is hope for the believer in God. That Job says, if God is able to fix it, that if you cut a tree down and its root system is still intact, that tree will begin to sprout up again, even if it's, if it's cut down, that God has manipulated his creation to always have provision in place for those who fully, that's the key point, who fully rely on God. And just maybe, just maybe sometimes God has to rob us of certain things so God can teach us that our security should never be in things, but should be in our creator. Job was not the only one who, who talked about nature. But as Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 was giving his closing remarks with the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus turned his attention from heavenly rewards to earthly examples. That Jesus, after realizing that as human beings, sometimes we worry, he teaches us in Matthew chapter 6 that when all else fails, we ought to look around us. And if we look around us, God will always give us an, us an example of his faithfulness. That Jesus says, you shouldn't worry. That you ought to have the same type of faith that the bird has. That although the bird just flies freely, not knowing what's up ahead, where he's going, that the bird flies and sings with joy, that no matter where they land, they know that God will provide what they need when they get there. Jesus says, if you look at the birds, they, they have a song that they, in the midst of even a storm, they have a reason to sing because they realize that God is their keeper, their protector, and their provider. Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6, not only look at the birds, that Eve, that is Jesus gives us clear examples of the birds. He says, look at the lilies of the field. That although they don't know where their next watering will come from, they still bloom and blossom. And as they bloom and blossom every now and then, the rain will come to meet their parched roots. That all my brothers and sisters, God wishes to teach us through the life of Job and throughout the Bible that you and I ought to have the same type of faith 
and the same type of confidence that nature has as they worship God. That our worry and our stress level would be in a far better place if we took on the mindset of God's creation in its totality. That if God is able to sustain the birds and if God is able to sustain the plants and the trees, if God is able to sustain everything in this whole wide world, surely when all else fails, God should be able and God is able to sustain you and I. So Job concludes his thought. He says, if we ask the beast of the sea, if we ask the fish, if we ask the fowls, the birds of the air, if we were to ask the grass on the ground, if they were able to talk, Job says that their testimony would be that although we may go through some dry seasons, God always provides. And oh, I encourage you today, my brother and my sister, everything around you may seem as if it's failing and falling apart. But if you trust in God, God will provide everything that you need. The hymn writer says, I trust in God. No matter where I may be upon the land, upon the rolling sea, come what may. From day to day, my heavenly father watches over me. He makes the rose the object of his care. He guides the eagle through the pathless air. And if I know he's watching the rose and he's taking care of the eagle, surely I know that my God is taking care of me. So I encourage you today, you may be that person that everything is falling apart in your life. I encourage you to trust God this day. And in you trusting God this day, he will always make a way. You may be one who needs salvation. You may be one who needs to rededicate. Or you may be one who just needs prayer. I encourage you to take hold of God's hand today. And if, and if you trust him, as the songwriter says, he will always specialize and he will always provide. It's in, we extend the invitation unto you, my brother and my sister. We encourage you that if you need salvation, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you can come and accept Jesus Christ. You can contact us at 706-327-5486. You can email us. The information is there on the screen. You can drop a comment in the comment box and someone will follow up with you. I just encourage you to take the next step. If you need salvation, if you need rededication, or if you need prayer, you can take the next step this day. Will you pray with me? God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your 
provisions down through the years. For God, all of us watch and participate in this live stream this day as bold witnesses that you are a provider and you are a sustainer. That God, we don't look like the dry spots in which we've been through in life because you've always made a way. God, we don't look like what we've been through in this life and we are grateful for the testimony of Job that teaches us that when we get so bogged down in our own situation, that God, you are one who provides and you are one who sustains. And, and if you sustain the animals and the flowers, surely you are one who will sustain and provide for us. God, we thank you this day. And if there's someone here watching who needs to make the next step, God, we pray that you give them the faith that they may not know what's up ahead, but God, give them the faith to walk out in faith and say for you they will live so that when they die, they will be able to participate in your glorious heaven. God, we thank you for being a provider. We thank you for being a sustainer. God, we say thank you that even in the moments in which you don't give us more, you always sustain us of what we have. And so, God, we say thank you for being just like you did for that widow woman, that sometimes you fix it where our meal barrel doesn't run out. It may not fill all the way back up, but you'll make sure that it doesn't run out and that our needs will be met. We pray God's blessings upon your people. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray, and we all said amen. Pray God's blessings upon each of you as you all have joined into our live stream today. And we pray that this message and this time of sharing has been an inspiration to you and that you have been encouraged that when all else fails, just look around God's creation. And if God is still taking care of the flowers and the birds, surely he's still taking care of you. Pray God's blessings upon you. We encourage you to join us this week for Bible study and our check-in calls. Stay tuned. The announcements are coming up as, as soon as this broadcast goes off so that you will be able to know what's going on in and around Greater Bellwood Baptist Church. Everybody say amen. Everybody say amen. Everybody say amen. Amen, amen, all the men say amen, all the men say amen, all the men say amen, 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 all the ladies say Amen. All the ladies say, Amen. All the ladies say, Amen. 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 Receive the benediction. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. And no matter what you're going through, may the Lord give you his peace. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen.